What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome to Snap Judgment AEW Edition. I am your host, Detective Mark Smart, and I am going over the events of AEW's Fighter Fest Night One, uh, going head to head with uh, NXT's um, Great American Bash Night One. So it's going to be interesting to see how these two shows head to head uh, face off. Um, once again, not doing AW Dark at all. Um, it just still hasn't hasn't been worth it. There have been great matches on it, but they're not affecting the actual storylines going on. Short of the uh, Peter Avalon and and um, Brandon Cutler storyline, but that's even not really making main roster stuff. So um, eventually, maybe I'll get back to AW Dark being on this, but for now, it is not. Before we get to the action, though, I am going to advise everyone that a that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network, so you can head over to tatnisco.com and listen to the other shows on that network. Tell them we sent you, uh, and then come back here to listen to more stuff. Also reminding people that we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu, where you can get access to our Discord server. Um, get merchandise at certain levels, uh, the ability to vote on what uh, classic pay-per-views that we do and Patreon-exclusive reviews, um, all sorts of stuff like that. So you can head over to Patreon and check us out there. You can head to our merch store and get some merchandise there, or uh, the easiest and cheapest way to support us is to tell your friends about us. So uh, tweet or Facebook message or or whatever, even text message your friends and tell them to listen to Raw and Order WBU. Great way to help us out. Moving on to this show, though, we start off with um, just kind of a banger match to start everything off with. Jurassic Express which is, in this case, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy with Marco Stunt in the wings, um, versus MJF and Wardlow. Um, it's been a while since we've seen MJF and Wardlow in action. In fact, this might be the first time they've actually teamed together uh, on Dynamite. I can't remember for certain. But this one this one went back and forth. Um, it was everything you could expect it to be. Uh, big man versus big man. Um, with uh, Luchasaurus and, and Wardlow together, uh, sniveling heel versus the ultimate baby face when it was Jungle Boy and MJF in. Um, really went back and forth. A little bit of uh, miscommunication was the key uh, in the end. Um, MJF tried to use his dynamite diamond ring, uh, but uh, they ducked out of the way. And um, so he tried to stop so that he didn't hit Wardlow, but uh, Luchasaurus kicked his hand. Therefore, Wardlow got nut nailed with that diamond ring, which apparently is like being hit by a Mack truck. Um, Luchasaurus was able to uh, pin Wardlow for the victory. Um, so good match all in all. A lot of great action back and forth. It's what you expect out of these four competitors. So uh, a pretty, pretty decent match there. Uh, we move on to something that they kind of uh, set up last week and on Dark was um, Joey Janela versus Lance Archer. 
Um, you know, they set up even more, though. There's a brawl that happened at ringside between them. Um, we don't really know what's causing it, this strife between them. And I'm a little frustrated because I really liked this Sunny Kiss, Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela team that they had going on. And I feel like this is just a distraction from that team. But whatever. Moving on to the second match, AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida uh, defending against uh, Penelope Ford. Of course, this is the make good after Britt Baker got injured. Um, you know, they, I know they were leading towards either Britt Baker or uh, Chris Statlander for this, but with both of them out injured, uh, you got Penelope Ford in there. But you know what? I'm not complaining. Penelope Ford is uh, kind of a diamond in the rough. We haven't seen enough of her, uh, but this was a great back and forth. Fourth Penelope Ford showing off her uh, flexibility and ingenuity. There's a great moment when Hikaru Shida tried to do a diving crossbody off the top rope, and uh, Penelope Ford just just bridges back out of the way, uh, leading to. Sheeta just hitting the mat without hitting anyone. And, and I mean, some great things back and forth there. Um, counter, countering a Falcon Arrow uh, was great. Um, uh, Ford hit a stunner on Hikaru Shida, which was, was great there. In the end, though, Sheeta was able to get a couple of her running knee strikes and then hit that Falcon Arrow at the end um, and then hit another running knee strike to finally put uh, Penelope Ford away so uh, Sheeta looked strong but Penelope Ford looked even stronger in defeat I think uh, so really building her up kind of one of the storylines of this was that um, Kip Sabian got kicked out of ringside before the match even started uh, but when he left he took Hikaru Shida's, um kendo stick with him so she didn't have that out there uh, but he came back towards the end and uh, tried to hit her with the kendo stick um, and missed and got him to drop it. And then she grabbed it and walloped him with it. So it was, it was kind of a great sort of moment there, but it really didn't affect the match all in all, uh, which I kind of like there. Um, great match. I love Hikaru Shida and Penelope Ford showing up, uh, showing how good she is. It's really good there. Moving on, the next match was the AEW TNT Championship. Nightmare Cody Rhodes, uh, even though he doesn't own the rights to saying Cody Rhodes right now, I'm still going to call him that. Um, and of course, Arn Anderson was there. Jake Hager, uh, uh, his opponent, uh, his wife Catalina was there with him. I j don't really understand why she suddenly started showing up with him, but I don't know. I guess that's their storyline. Um, I really didn't dig this match too much, and that's sad because I usually love Cody's matches. But I just I don't like Jake Hager, and I don't like his style, his style ring to me. And in the end, um, Hager tried to go for his uh, standing uh, triangle choke um, sort of a thing, and and then bridge back, and Cody rolled through so that Jake Hager's uh, shoulders were down. And even though Cody may have passed out uh they counted the three count of jake hager's shoulders down first so cody retained by pinfall but was out and uh that led to jake hager thinking that he'd won 
And then upon being informed that he did not win, uh, he knocked the ref out, just right hand across the the face, Um, which, you know, I'm sure is leading up to a suspension angle. And uh, I don't know, you know, if we really needed that, but that's what they're going to do with it. So Uh, Orange Cassidy came out to sit at ringside at the broadcast table. Uh, Chris Jericho was on commentary through this part of the, the show. And Orange Cassidy comes out theoretically to join commentary, but he doesn't even bother to put a headset on because he's not going to say anything. He's just going to sit there and almost look like he's asleep. Um, it's really more just about taunting Jericho, I think. Um, so the next match was Private Party versus Santana and Ortiz. This is for the number one contendership for whoever wins the match later on in the night which is Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the best friends um, for the uh, world tag team titles. Um, This was a good match. Uh, I mean, you know, it's what we expect out of uh, Private Party and Santana and Ortiz. Um, A lot of flip-de-doos from Private Party, hard-hitting stuff from Santana and Ortiz, a lot of good tag work by both teams. Um, In the end... Uh, the private party was able to hit their gin and juice finisher um, and get the pin on Santana and Ortiz. So like I say, great back and forth match, a clean victory for private party. So they will go on to face whoever is the tag champions at the end of this night. Um, I assume it's going to be in next week's show because I don't know why else you would do a number one contender if they weren't going to get a shot right away. But um, moving on, Taz and Brian Cage came out for a special announcement. Uh, they'd announced that um, the match that was supposed to be at week two of Fighter Fest, Moxley versus Brian Cage, is being moved to July 15th at the now named Fight for the Fallen episode of Dynamite. So a week later, uh, Taz gives a, a walk the line shoot promo. Uh, where he basically calls uh, Moxley a pussy for not coming and just getting tested and doing the match. Instead, he's going to wait for for another week. Uh, but Cage is fine with waiting. He'll still be there to, um, to beat him up. So does throw a couple shots at WWE's testing procedures in there. So it's kind of fun there. But I mean, a great Taz promos straight out of the ECW playbook for him. And then we move on to the main event of Fighter Fest Night 1. AEW Tag Team Champions Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the best friends. Um, highlight moment of the night for me. Has nothing to do with the match in the ring. It has to do with uh, the entries. Um, the best friends are dropped off near ringside by Trent's mom in a minivan. It's just so awesome. It was great. You see this minivan pulling up, and then you can see it's the best friends in the back seat, and they climb out of the sliding door. Uh, Trent even has to go back so that his mom can give him a kiss on the cheek before he goes to the ring. So you get this big, uh, you know, angry-looking man have to go back. Oh, mom, do I give you a kiss? Uh, it was perfect. It was great. Um, uh, this was a great match. I really enjoyed it all in all. Um, it's a. It was telling the storyline of... of Best friends are a well-oiled tag team, and can Omega and Hangman Page be as good of a tag team, be as well-oiled? And in the end, um, 
you know, uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page were victorious. They uh, retained. Some great moments, though, in this FTR sitting at ringside with a beer cooler and lawn chairs um, so that they could scout their match because they, of course, um, you know, are, are wanting to be in the running for that tag championship. Um, you know, I mean, just a lot of great uh, double team moves on both sides just around. Uh, but afterwards, um, uh, Hangman was able to get the buckshot lariat and get the win. Um, and then afterwards, FTR came down to the ring. They offered a beer to Page and Omega. And of course, we know that Omega doesn't drink, uh, but Hangman Page does. So Page took the bottle, no problem. Uh, just like, I'll, I'll take a beer and started drinking it. Uh, but Omega um, looked at it and walked over to ringside and started pouring it out because he doesn't drink. And uh, FTR did not like that. They thought that was uh, very rude. And so they started pushing and there was some pushing back and the Young Bucks had to come out and try to break it up and try to explain what's going on. And, and it got really, really tense. And, and that's kind of how it went off the air. So building up even more for the Young Bucks versus FTR uh, events that are coming up in the future. I think it was a very, very good night. I just, um, it wasn't pay-per-view level. They've kind of built it as this pay-per-view quality night, and I don't think it quite led up to that. I'm a little angry that the Hikaru Shida match was so early in the card. She is the uh, women's champion, and I feel like that's main event worthy, or at least co-main event worthy, so that's kind of my my problem there um that i think i think order could have been a little bit different and and helped things out uh there but that's maybe being a little nitpicky so um but i just i don't know i feel like they had a chance to knock this out of the park and put together an eight or nine star match nine nine citation night um and i don't think they did that i think I think they put together a good night. I think they probably put together a seven citations out of ten, but it wasn't a a nine or a ten like we were kind of hoping for for a air quotes pay per view level night. Um, it'll be interesting to see if night two coming up next week um, is anywhere near as good or as exciting or better. Um, here's hoping. I mean, we got Jericho versus uh, Orange Cassidy and. That's that's gonna be phenomenal. I'm I'm totally 100% there for it. Um, we got another tag team match. I'm sure is gonna be there. We've got um, probably another Taz promo calling calling uh, Moxley a little bitch. Um, so I mean it'll just be interesting to see what all happens for that. But um, seven citations out of ten for AEW Fighter Fest Night One. Uh, make sure to continue to uh, join us here for all of our coverage of all of the pro wrestling that we can get to. Uh, but for now, we were going to just go ahead and end the snap judgments. Thank you for listening. We will see you soon.